For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. information on the documents marked classified that were found in President Biden's home and his former office. Adriana Diaz, who broke this initial story about those documents last month, and now we're hearing more about the FBI's involvement. Adriana, good to have you at the table. So what are we learning? So this really raises questions about transparency, which has been an issue involving this issue since the beginning. We now know that FBI agents, personnel went into the Penn Biden Center. That's the think tank where the vice president, the former vice president had an office, had an office after the Obama Biden administration. We know they conducted a search. This was previously undisclosed by the White House. And we don't know why. They were very public when the FBI searched the Wilmington home, his private residence in Delaware that happened on January 20th. The search we're talking about that we learned about from two sources, that happened back in November. And now we're just learning about it right now. Um, and in terms of the timeline, early on, November 2nd was when this all started, this entire ordeal. Roughly 10 documents were found in the Penn Biden Center when President Biden's lawyers were packing things up. Um, they alerted the National Archives. National Archives alerted the Department of Justice. And we now know that the Department of Justice took this seriously enough to um, have the FBI go in and search. Well, keep hearing about transparency, but then you hear stories like this, so it does raise even more questions. Did the FBI find anything else, and what does it mean? That's what we don't know. We don't know if they found anything else. They may have found items that were classified or not classified, because remember, any records from a vice president or president should all be at the National Archives. They should not be anywhere else, and mm -hmm. surely if they're classified, they should not be um, in a non-secured, non-governmental facility. So we're still working this, this story to see what they may have found there. The United States. This is America, Jack. We're Americans. This is the power of suggestion. The ultimate gala spectacle. You want to hear the truth? Yeah, I want to hear the truth. The, the, the truth is, its cruel symptoms can strike anyone. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say at this time. What creates an extraordinary life is an extraordinary mindset. Now that I got your attention, listen to this. Let's go! The Wayne Dupree Program. Oh, What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the podcast. My name is Wayne Dupree. Let me introduce the godfather of conservative radio, Mr. Hutch Bailey Jr. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Four score and seven years ago. God darn our father brought forth on this mag mag magnificent continent, a new nation. Conceived on the lip. Okay. Um, let me introduce the Mr. J.R. Mr. J.R. Robinson. What's up, Jay? Hey, 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 top of the morning, everybody. Couple things. One, take a moment to like, comment, and share. It helps us beat the algorithms on the various platforms you're tuning in on. Uh, without that activity, our reach gets suppressed, and it's an easy way for you to support the show. 
Second thing, I, we're going to be talking some Trump to Santa's today, and you will get to watch me crow with my co-hosts and, <laughs> and, and admit they were right. I, Stay I, tuned in. I've I got think, a fork, a spoon, a plate. I'm ready. I think I think one of the biggest questions I have for my guys today, uh, because when I read a story, I'm always – Again, I'm always looking ahead, y'all. I'm always looking ahead, looking forward. I don't like to stand where I'm because if we're talking about, well, I know there's current news that we talk about, like stuff to happen right now. But if we're trying to educate you on stuff right now, we're late. Usually when we talk about stuff, it's stuff coming. Stuff that's coming so that you'll be ready. If it's here now, it's too late. Okay, but I guess one reason why I'm going to ask this question is because I just find it ironic. Now, the title of the show is, oh, well, actually what I read was that Republican senators are defending Ron DeSantis from Donald Trump. I don't understand that. Why should Republican senators be defending Ron Ron. And 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 I, I'm not saying it out, out of disrespect. I'm not saying Ron Ron out of disrespect. However, if grown men have to defend another grown man who hadn't even gotten in the race yet, how 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 baby is that grown man? You, you see what I'm saying? Why should they be defending Ron DeSantis from Donald Trump? You know, I, I, I don't get it, especially when the same senators didn't even defend Donald Trump during the 2020 election. They didn't even campaign with him. I go, I, <laughs> I tell you, politics, Some a lot of times I hate it because I see the hypocrisy in all of it. And I'm not stupid about it. I'm not stupid about it. Um, it makes us want to, it makes us pull the little bit of hair that all three of us have out of our heads because we see it. We see it for what it is. And when we tell people about it, people are, ah, oh, y'all, y'all missing the point. But then y'all come back later on and what? Like, well, they kind of did talk about this. I'm, 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 I'm saying, why? Are they defending or feel they have to defend Ron DeSantis against Donald Trump? Because they, of everything we've said. Oh, go ahead. Well, here's my take on it. So I was a big Ron DeSantis fan. When I started doing the show, I'm like, let's do DeSantis Trump 2024, DeSantis 2028. I've, as as an outsider from Minnesota, I look enviously at what he's done in Florida. I love a lot of the stances he's taken. And, uh, yeah, and, and I think there's plenty of reasons to love Ron DeSantis. Uh, my co-hosts were always apprehensive, and I respect their opinions. And I'm like, I wonder why they feel that way. And there is a lot of DeSantis, uh, you know, talk, and people are defending him and all that stuff. And so yesterday afternoon, I did a little bit of a deep dive on DeSantis, and 
I was starting to become concerned because he's hanging out with Paul Ryan and all those guys, and now it's Paul Ryan, Trey Gowdy 2.0. Is Ron DeSantis going to be Rich, Mitt Romney 2.0, you know? And he's taken some stances I think I like and a lot of people like, like the anti-woke stuff and all that. So I started digging into what he's done, and two things occurred to me. One, every position he's taken has been an extremely popular position where the base universally accepted. Mm-hmm. Every single person accepts opposing woke. Every single person mm-hmm. accepts, um, you know, his anti-LGBTQ or some of the other stuff he's done. So he hasn't taken an unpopular position at all. And the second thing is every position he's taken is supported by the Uniparty. Like the Uniparty Republicans, they universe, they're cool stopping woke. To be honest, I think Democrats are okay. I think they push woke about as far as they can, and they know people are getting pissed off about the kids' stuff. But no Democrat can raise their hand and say, we're done with woke. Um, like we're not going to sexualize the ch- kids. So they need the Republicans to push back to stop it. So um, I landed on the conclusion until Ron DeSantis takes an unpopular position. Uh, my opinion is Ron is Rhino Ron, king of the rhinos. So, um, and that makes me sad because I loved, uh, I love Ron. I think this is a perfect example of why you should never get emotionally attached to any of these people right. because yep. they have one goal and one goal only, and that's to steal your money. And the people, if you look at the article on the Hill, I think that's the one you're talking about, Wayne. Yes. If you, if you, if you look at the people, the Republican senators who are voiced in that piece, it's John Cornyn, it's Thune. It's the people that have been getting rich for decades from this same scam. They want to realign the official Republican Party's line with big business and globalism. And DeSantis is their man to get that done. And everybody else is just a supporting character. Nikki Haley, Mike Pompeo, none of these fools are going to get even close. Christie, none of them. They're all just set up. DeSantis' best bet is not, he's kind of getting pushed now, though. Yeah. I, I was telling you yesterday, I think that he needs to hold his fire as long as he possibly can because the minute he comes into it, he's going to get ripped. Yeah. I mean, he's going to get, and I'm going to help. Me too. There was there was a Republican strategist on um, CNN. And I said this I, I said this a couple months ago. Actually, first, let me address this. Somebody on Twitter said, um, why do you why do you keep trying to divide the party with this nonsense? I'm not dividing anybody. Look, I mean, look, I have a response to what I think is dividing the party. Okay. This, first off, this is politics. It's, politics has always been a blood sport. Any, I mean, if you're of the mindset right now that speaking, I mean, uh, telling somebody's uh, um, bad, uh, uh, what, uh, I mean, if you think it's bad intentions, but if you are calling up somebody that you think is not right and you are bringing receipts or you telling the truth, I'm not lying about no. Ron DeSantis. And, and I, this isn't new. This party was divided when Ross Perot came on the stage. Exactly. This right. is a, this is a natural progression of events because the criminals in the GOP aren't doing what they're supposed to do. This right. isn't Trump's fault. The, well, DeSantis, it, DeSantis is he, he's making this go longer. I was going to say the the folks saying you're trying to split the party, the party split. It is. I do not identify as Lindsey Graham. I am not that wing of the party. 
And if you, and that wing of the party is not the MAGA end of the party. They're divided. And that's a reality. And we hope we pull together so that we all support the right candidate in the election. But if you raise your hand and say, Lindsey Graham, Mitch McConnell, like all those folks that are not looking out for the working class Americans, like that's who you identify with. That isn't Matt Gates or Lowen Bopert, Chip or the Roy, Constitution. The Constitution. Yeah. That that isn't isn't any of them. So it's it the the party is splintered, and it's our chance to take back the party. And I'll be honest, like I fell for it. I felt mm. really stupid. And anybody that is supporting DeSantis, show me one position he has taken that was could be not universally accepted and didn't help the uniparty he hasn't spoken out about a number of big things and here's what's funny too like i saw the blackrock story i'm like okay let me dig into this because he shut down blackrock and investing in that well if you dig into the story he shut it down because they do esg which is a woke initiative that blackrock wants to quit doing so ron desantis supporting eliminating BlackRock. In his official statement, he said, it's not because BlackRock's shitty, it's because they do ESG. So it's giving BlackRock an excuse as a big corporation that wants to get rid of ESG, it's giving them excuse to do it. So it's, and there's like three or four examples of that where they report one thing and it's completely false and the media's running cover for them. It it was really scary. Yeah, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, both are right. He's going to start answering questions that he has been protected from Yep. for the last few years, not not last month or something, for the last few years. He, had, he hasn't, I mean, I haven't seen anything. I don't even know his position on the 2020 election. Right. <laughs> Tell me, you, you, want, you want me to switch over to, to Ron DeSantis? Tell me how Ron DeSantis is better than Donald Trump. Exactly. Tell exactly. me that. Right. What's he going to do that's better than what Donald Trump was doing and can do right. in the future? Because it's nothing. Right. Exactly. What What is he going to do that Donald? I, uh, because <laughs> if you're saying that what he did in Florida is what he's going to do to the nation, y'all don't understand politics. You don't understand politics. You don't. Um, as I said, he hasn't said anything about the 2020 election. Does he have a Ukraine pin? Does he have a Ukraine lapel pin? I'd really like to know. I bet you he would. I bet you he would. I'd really like to know. Especially with the people that are backing him that have um, Ukraine lapel pins. I bet you he'll be wearing one. Uh, His support for red flag laws. (laughs) His thoughts. What are his thoughts about the January 6th situation? What are his thoughts? Has he talked about Ashley Barrett? Has he has um uh, uh has he said anything about the prisoners? What does he think about how Mitch McConnell has behaved in the last four years? Right. What does he think about? I mean, he's the executor. He talks about being the executor of the, the I mean, he just said that the other day. He's the executor of the state. What does he think about the raid that happened on the president? Uh, that uh, that the FBI had to by the federal government, yeah, yeah, by the federal government had to go into a former president's house within your state, and he didn't say anything about it. One of the most expensive properties in your whole state, biggest well, taxpayer in your it, whole state, 
and some of it too he just does so performatively like you remember desantis airlines all that stuff when he dropped the people in marsha's vineyard yeah yeah how did that happen where where did those people come from right they came from texas and number two he paid over five hundred thousand dollars to do it right let me give a little heads up to the to to a business that was out of the state a little heads up to the GOP, a little heads up to you people that are handling Ron DeSantis. Another thing is when you try to treat us like we're stupid, it pisses yeah. us off. Right, right. It really does. This is this yep. is a joke. This yep. whole thing is a joke. Yep. And people are falling for it left and right. Get up Dude. off of your asses, people. It's time to fight. And it's funny because I, I put a tweet up yesterday. And I'm like, I think Ron DeSantis and Rhino, somebody's got to say it and and prove me wrong. Like, show me one position he has taken that has not been approved by the establishment Republicans. People call me names. They call me stupid. They called me a Trump lover. They told me I was splitting the party. They yeah. said they, they unfollowed me on Twitter. They blocked me. They they called me a, a whatever. Uh, you know, not one was able to give me one single policy that Ron DeSantis has implemented that wasn't universally supported by the party and that didn't, uh, that the uniparty end of the party, Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell, those guys, that He's they were the supported. He's the worst. He's supporting Donald Trump out of flattery. I hope Donald Trump sees it. I'm sure he yeah. does. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. yeah. that's the worst kind of scum when you do that. Yeah. Oh, you're the best yeah. thing in the world, best thing in the world. Trump says we got to get rid of these rhinos and Lindsey Graham's like, <laughs> and the side. You know what? This is how can how can anybody watch what has happened to this man and his family for the last six years and not know damn well that he deserves another shot at it? Right. I mean, just to get his stuff done, they crippled him. He only did a little piece of what he wanted to do because of people like the people supporting Ron DeSantis. I'm not going to say DeSantis because he was he was in, inconsequential at the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. talk, talk about talk about people splitting. You're talking about us splitting the party because we're telling you things yeah. about Ron DeSantis. And and I'll even go deeper than that. I've been looking at this this um, Ron DeSantis thing for about 3 years. Maybe even a little bit longer. And I've come to the conclusion that a lot of people on social media, they, you're just going by the headlines on social media, right? You're just, you're just going by. Oh, he just passed this. Oh, he just he just threw that out there. Oh, this is great. Y'all are seeing all that. Y'all aren't reading the papers in Florida. You aren't reading the responses. You aren't reading the backlash. You aren't reading nothing. Like, Y'all think, oh, well, everybody's accepting it. Everybody's not accepting it, man. No, you, everybody you, in Florida is not accepting it. More people right. voted for Donald Trump than ever voted for any person in the history of the United States of America. And Senator Ted Cruz got out there and called us terrorists for January 6th. And you tell right. me who's splitting the party. Yeah. Tell me who's splitting the party. Is it the Republican professional party or is it us? Well, guess what? It doesn't matter who it is because we're going to take it from you. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, oh, hold on. Here is a Republican strategist on CNN, and like I was going to say earlier, we've been watching a whole lot of people, a whole lot of Republicans show up on CNN lately. There's, I mean, a whole lot of senators and House representatives, even Marjorie Taylor Greene. Marjorie Taylor Greene is showing up on uh, CNN answering questions 
Uh, but this is a Republican strategist telling, uh, telling, and and y'all are saying we're splitting the party by telling you what Ron DeSantis is all about. I'll tell you what about strategy for getting rid of Trump. It's to beat his ass. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Ron DeSantis is going to have to get in this race and beat him. That's the only way to make this go away. Now, he might <laughs> right. have legal troubles and other things are going to happen. And that's it. There's no other strategy except to run and get more votes and win. And there are things that will complicate that. Other people getting into the race for instance. Yeah, but look, let me just tell you. You got Trump and DeSantis who are in a different universe in terms of their level of national support. And everybody else is like fighting for 1% of the rest of the oxygen. If, if DeSantis wants to make a go of this, the reservoir of support exists to do it. The message, the generational message exists to do it. But he's got to do it. There's only Give me one. a break. Give me a break. National. DeSantis isn't even in the same freaking zip code as Trump. That's what I was trying to say last night. Is is DeSantis on Trump's level? I put that tweet out there. I put that tweet out there, and it, I mean, I'm surprised, JR, you probably have been taking a look. I'm surprised that it got so much response. I put it, is Ron DeSantis really on Trump on Donald Trump's level? He wouldn't be in that position if not for Donald Trump. He copied Trump's mannerisms and gestures. Trump is a billionaire and can't be bought. DeSantis is getting money from globalists. And 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 and, and believe it or not, he's gonna have to return those favors. Donald Trump has that alone tells you the freedom of both guys. Donald Trump doesn't have to return favors if he don't want to. When's the last time you saw DeSantis live on television? Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> he's being yeah. held down. He's he's somebody else's guy. Yeah. I mean, this yeah. guy, what's this guy's the comments name? Robert. You're right, man. Keep him there in Florida. Yes. Right. Yes. And and I look, Robert Hutch, I mean, I agree. I, I mean, I'm I'm I am definitely one of those that think that we should keep some of our people in their positions where they are. So number one, the Democrats don't take it over. Number two, we need to strengthen our our um, our uh, reach across the country. If that's what I mean, put him in charge of our, um, the Republican Governors Association. Yeah, there, I was just going to say that. See if he can straighten that out. Right. And then, and then maybe a few years down the road, we get to know the guy a little bit better. Uh, and maybe if he rescinds his red flag gun laws, unconstitutional BS, uh, then maybe we could think about it. But this guy, if he's so good and he wants to have it, come on, announce. Um, well, and, and here's where it gets wild. Okay. So Don, Ron DeSantis is driving woke out of Florida companies. And that's one of his big platforms, right? That's one of the things everybody loves about him. What he's got to realize is these companies don't want to be woke. It's costing them money. But these big corporations can't unwoke themselves because then they'll get canceled by the Democrats. So Ron DeSantis pushing back against Disney actually benefits Disney because they get rid of the woke without taking the backlash. Oh, you know, Ron DeSantis was forcing us into it. And it, he's just in the party in it benefits big business the anti-American stuff. Now we like it because we also want woke to go away. So it's beneficial for us too, but he's not doing it out of the goodness of his heart. It's doing it because it benefits his donor class. <laughs> Chris Stewart on uh, Chris Stewart on rumble says, well, and, and, you know, I, you know, I'm not really into conspiracies like that because everything that we're saying is the truth. There's not one thing on here that we have said that we lied about. 
Oh, well, yep. there's not one thing on here that we have lied about. I know it hurts sometimes, but we haven't lied about it. Chris Stewart says, uh, I, I think when all is said and done, we'll find out that DeSantis did not win his last election. Roger Stone made that comment. Mike Lindell made a comment. He approached DeSantis telling him there was election fraud. Uh, thanks, Chris. Um, with the with the with a question that I asked last night, Shauna says, I think it's all ridiculous. DeSantis can't run while he holds the governor's office. He must resign in order to run in 24 per our state laws. We have term limits and term limits out in 20, um, 2026. However, they're trying to work around that. They're trying to pass legislation so that he doesn't have to give up his office. It, anybody else would have to give up the office, not run. And that's what I said the other day. What risk? What risk is there? Right now, he's probably, you know, they're probably doing all the fine line, tune in, this, you know, trying to work things out and stuff. Okay. All right, um, Queen, Queen Doe says Ron DeSantis is his own man. <laughs> he's a fabulous governor and will make a wonderful president it's time to start winning it's, start, it's time to start back in the winning horse is what she said if Ron DeSantis is his own man what's his wealth how much is he worth exactly that money's exactly. not his that alone shows you that they're not on the same level no right that alone um, let's say hell no he's not uh, this is Yvette 31 hell no he's not as um, he's not on his level He's a good governor, but he's no Donald Trump. Never will be. He modeled himself after Donald Trump. He owes his success to Donald Trump. There was a time when I would have voted for him in the future, but now that I see his true colors, he's a, it's a big fat no for me. You know who yep. else is owed to Donald Trump? Nikki Haley. He made her the ambassador to the <laughs> UN when her political career was over. Yeah, Mike Pompeo, CIA director, secretary yeah. of state. They're all owned by him. Well, he, not owned, but he, he brought them all into prominence. Mike yeah. Pence, same way. Nobody knew who Mike Pence was. Yeah. Right. And only, it seems that now only our party is willing to just do this. And because Democrats, hell, they gave Nancy Pelosi a new seat higher than the Speaker of the House and, and they're giving her a $50 million building with her name on it. Donald Trump. Everybody loves oh. that building. We got to travel there. <laughs> oh, Oh, yeah, 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 we do. We got to do a show from there. Um, but Donald Trump, oh, we got to get him out of the way. Uh, even down to a point, who's the leader of the Republican Party? He is. Yep. He is until oh, y'all elect another president or uh, um, another nominee. Even another nominee becomes a leader because if he loses in the, in the uh, well, maybe I'm wrong there. Maybe I'm wrong there, but even if he loses in the presidential election, let's say that, let's just say Ron DeSantis uh, wins the GOP nomination, but he loses the the uh, the presidential race, which is what would happen. I know it would happen. Um, I know it would happen. He Why? couldn't beat Michelle. Why? He Why? couldn't Why? beat Michelle. You don't think so? <laughs> he couldn't beat Big Mike. <laughs> you notice how they're already starting to snipe at Kamala Harris? I'd be nervous if I was her. Um, they're going to find classified documents in her yellow school bus. <laughs> right. 
You know, I got to say, I can't remember who it was, but somebody started doing the like deep thoughts by Kamala Harris. And I'm like, this is, it's like, I mean, it would be horrible for the country if Kamala Harris became president if when they get kick out Joe Biden, but it would be really good for content. I can just imagine us sitting here every day just playing a Kamala video going like, oh my God, what happened? <laughs> she watched us a rocket take off the other day. <laughs> She's hilarious. She killed right? me. You know, um, there's another thing about Ron, uh, about Ryan that we don't know about too. Because, well, actually, we saw him, but uh, he wasn't we, at a party with Marco Rubio, was he? No, he he doesn't debate well. He no. doesn't debate well. Um, yeah, I saw Charlie Chris kind of chacked him up a couple times. Yeah, and and um, Charlie Chris was was um, a corpse standing up there. Really, yeah. I got to say, but, if Chris has landed body blows on you, like you need to right. reevaluate your debate technique. Body blow, body blow, body blow is like that game um, that right. that we grew up with. Um, I remember this. Let me show you. This was the first time when he won by merely points, and Donald Trump, who was doing good in Florida, was the one that backed. Over a city that's out of control in terms of crime. Uh, you know, when you have the record number of murders, in fact, the guy running to succeed him as mayor uh, was his former chief of staff. And he's sending out literature to voters saying most murders in history last year. Something needs to change. That's right. Andrew couldn't keep Tallahassee safe. He's not the guy to keep Florida families safe. All right. Well, Ron is being Don uh, and that's Donald Trump uh, neglecting all sense of reason and facts. Uh, I preside over a city that is experiencing a five-year low in our crime rate on trajectory to be at a 20-year low in our crime rate. No, no matter of restatement of what he has to say is going to change the facts. This is CNN, not Fox. You have to bring facts to the conversation. <laughs> Record number and of murders case, last year, yes or and no? in our case, we are the eighth largest city and our 27th in crime. This Did is what, Flo this is what Florida voters understand. What Florida voters understand is that communities will experience crime. Just yeah, um, that and this one, I had to. Yeah, Wayne, Wayne you really pulled him out. Out the um, now, just imagine him going against Donald Trump. Though. Can't wait. Just imagine him going. I mean, that you know that nervous tick with that smile there. Imagine him going against Donald Trump. I'll ask the questions. Okay. It's not a McCarthy game, and I, I'm giving. Yeah. Wait for the question, okay. sir. Okay. He also said, if blacks are oppressed in America, why isn't there a black exodus? Now, in 2015, in your speech before the Freedom Center, you said of Mr. Horowitz, David has done such a great, has done great work, and I've been an admirer. I've been to these conferences in the past, and I've been a big admirer of an organization that shoots straight, tells the American people the truth, and is standing up for the right thing. Those are his words. Here's my, here's my question. He had not even made those statements then. Uh, yes, he had, sir. The first statement was made uh, many well, how, years ago. I mean, how the hell am I supposed to know every single statement somebody makes? Here's Look the here. deal. Ladies and gentlemen, the two different people. Donald Trump would have handed that reporter it his butt that that emotional response right there looks like something that um, look, all you, all you, look at the other guy's face that's all you yeah. gotta do he, he knows he got him yeah exactly yeah. exactly how hold on wait a minute hold on 
tells the American people the truth and is standing up for the right thing. Those are his words. Here's my, here's my question. He had not even made those statements then. Uh, yes, he had, sir. The first statement was made uh, many well, how, years ago. I mean, how the hell am I supposed to know every single statement somebody makes? Yeah, but, you, but you're running. See, he didn't realize he's, he's in a room and he's ambushed. He shouldn't be in the room. Right. They're, they're right. all working against a dummy. Yeah. <laughs> Trump Trump knows that going in. Exactly. Exactly. The art of war. He he know he, he knows what's happening before it's happening. They're talking about you know? David Horowitz. He should have came out and praised him. And former and, and, former communist. And and what happened there is it looked like he was getting ready to praise Horowitz, but then he, he didn't punked. know. He didn't know, but he but he got cornered into not knowing. So then he came with the emotional thing like that. Um, there was a Democrat candidate a long time ago that looked like he was going to be, he was a doctor. Um, that looked like he was going to at least do some damage in the primaries. Uh, I think he lost Iowa, but he got out and said, uh, we're going to win this. We're going to win that. We're going to win that. We're going to, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, he was from uh, Connecticut or Vermont. And they took that as, oh, he's unhinged. And You know, the thing about him is him. he's the guy that lost the Iraq war. Yep. Because if you look at what happened back then with Kerry and everybody else that was in that primary, uh -huh. he, he didn't lose Iowa. He won Iowa. Okay, he won Iowa. He won Iowa on an anti-war platform. Right. Mm -hmm. and, that, and that's why he won Iowa, and all the rest of the Democrats lost their minds. Yeah, they did. They went out there, and they all they went against the Iraq War. Uh, yeah. Everybody. Murphy. Howard they Dean. All, Howard Dean, yeah. Howard that's, Dean. That scream, thank goodness for that scream. That, that, that killed him. That Whoa! Was that, was, that was crazy. Yeah! You! They played, they played that thing on repeat. I was like, why are they doing that to him? I mean, he just yelled. But they turned that into he's not ready. But if he you hasn't watched shut him, up since he hadn't shut up since. But if you watched him, um, um, uh, all of his interviews and stuff, I really thought he was going to make some noise, man. I, I really too. thought Howard Dean was going to do something, and then, like you said, he's a madman too. You listen to some of the stuff he said since he's a madman. Yeah, yeah. We dodged a bullet with that guy. Yeah, he was a little batshit crazy. But he's a communist, man. He's totally. But he is a communist. <laughs> well, that's what's funny too with the Biden thing. If you go back when Clyburn threw in for, uh, for Biden, like the leader was Bernie. Like they had to go hamstring Bernie again. And I, I was doing the wayback machine when I was looking at the 2020 election. I, you know, and because uh, I was looking for, did DeSantis like has he said anything about 2020 the election? And he said nothing. No, zero. No. And so then it was bringing me down the rabbit hole of that. And, and then I, people forget that Bernie was running away with the nomination before Clyburn installed that. And we would imagine that in our lifetime, we would have had a true socialist as one of the nominees of one of the two major parties in the country. Like, they'd, that's they'd, crazy. They would have killed him first. Right. <laughs> no, they would have. Right. You know what, too? Um, Don't doubt it, folks. Don't doubt it, Carl. You got to get your. Uh, you got to watch some other kind of news, man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where you think that the rioters were armed. The only people that were armed were the police. Yeah. You know, oh, that's right. You yeah. have such a high body count. I, that's right. We. How many did we right. kill, Carl? Yeah. 
Yeah, we should invite Carl it. on the show. I love his perspective because <laughs> it just shows there's people like that out there. I mean, here's the thing, and I'm going to say this, and I don't mean this as a threat to anybody, but if we were going to stage an insurrection, we would have brought guns. <laughs> the end. Yeah. Let me let me show you, ladies and gentlemen, because everybody says that uh, Ron DeSantis did a whole lot better in Florida than um, Donald Trump. The numbers don't lie. The numbers here don't lie. Yeah, that's right. Look at it a little bit. You got Donald Trump in 2020, Ron DeSantis in 2022. And I've here on the show, Democrats stayed home in 2022. They stayed home, ladies and gentlemen, because of what was happening and arresting those people a, co- um, a couple of weeks before the election and putting that on TV, you know, that helped a lot, a lot too. Um, popular vote: Donald Trump got five point six million in twenty twenty. In twenty twenty two, Ron DeSantis got less. Look at the look at the um, Democrat vote. If if um, if five point two million had come out, well, <laughs> well, I mean, well. He won though. So if 5.2 million had came out for DeSantis, I mean for um, Chris in 2022, he would have beat Ron. Three only 3.1 million came out. 40 percent of Democrats came out against Ron DeSantis. 47 percent came out against Donald Trump in 2020. The numbers are there. Donald Trump is still popular in Florida. I, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm just putting that out there for all those people that say Trump's uh, popular in all 50 states. Yeah. Right. As well, he should be. What are y'all Republican senators going to get out there in all the states and and talk them up? Is that what you're going to do? They're too busy voting for Obamacare and voting for 1.7 1.7 trillion dollar omnibus bill. Yeah. Uh, one more time, Carl. Do yourself a favor and go Google or study or research FBI infiltration of Oath Keeper leadership. Just do that, and then you'll see why they're saying stuff like that. Uh, from just go do yourself a favor and, and check that out for yourself. Hey, and somebody dropped in the chat. Sounds like Ilhan just got voted out. Breaking news. <laughs> I tell you what, I shared the video of the squad was giving speeches and AOC was, it was, uh, it was racist that they were kicking her off. And then she was doing this dance and I'm like, oh, it was great. And then Rashida Tlaib said it was white supremacy to remove (laughs) Ilhan Omar. I'm like, man, these guys are great. Yeah, I don't know if this is that, but um, it looks like uh, Rashida Tlaib, who we haven't seen Oh, yeah, that's... Oh, no, it was Cory Bush. Congresswoman Omar, in the same week, they introduced a bill to ban federal employees from engaging in censorship. Where are the free speech warriors today? The hypocrisy is obvious to the American people. You are showing who you all are, really. The gentlewoman's time has expired. Shut up. The gentlewoman's time has expired. To Congresswoman Omar... The gentleman's so time sorry, has expired. Sis, that our country is failing you today. 
Put your damn hands up. District. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. Yeah, he beat the the woman that was running against him that we talked to a couple times. I can't remember her name. <laughs> um, she walked through Baltimore, man, looking good. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Kim Kleischek, or yeah, 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 Kleischek. Yeah, she's awesome. I wish she would have won. Here's a uh, They pulled him out of the archives, boy. I got something to say after this one, but this is Irhan Omar. So we owe it to them not to make this a myth, but a reality. I didn't come to Congress to be silent. I came to Congress to be their voice. And my leadership and voice will not be diminished if I am not on this committee for one term. My voice will get louder and stronger, and my leadership will be celebrated around the world as it has been. So take your vote or not, I am here to stay and I am here to be a voice against harms around the world and advocate for a better world. Isn't that something? A United States Congresswoman from Minneapolis is worried about the rest of the world. That's what's wrong with it right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When she said that, that was, as a matter of fact, uh, police, are, police across the nation should be kind of on on um on alert just in case something blows up but um either way her, um oh she's gonna start raising money now boy no you know it <laughs> Allahu Akbar. oh yeah she's gonna start gonna, raising money now boy and i gotta tell you if you have any religious needs jason there's gonna be a bunch of more mosques popping yeah, up all yes, over the Minneapolis st paul it's gonna yeah, well no she just uh she'll bring more of her family and stuff oh yeah. my god sometimes she it's hard, hard to be now. from minnesota oh that's a hideous i'm person. like i and and that's the that's the first that's the first thing i thought about when when i heard that it happened i was like ooh, ooh. she is gonna have the most money she is gonna uh there'll be a al shabaab headquarters in minneapolis yeah, man, it's 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 wow. Yep. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I'm glad that somebody listened to us from yesterday. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm glad because I was starting to worry there for a second. I was like, why can't Republicans just get together on something? I mean, you can't treat our side like crap, and and then compromise yourself to just letting it go i mean right. you know, it, no no it no it don't work like that if if somebody hits you you got to show them how they shouldn't be hitting you again all right they might get off a good shot the first time but if you somebody said a long time uh if somebody slap you punch them back right let them know that no wait a minute, hold on <laughs> the first one okay but don't don't do that again and take this to what you, you know, 
Take this, Rich. Yeah, we can't continue to be boxers while while they're UFC fighters. No. You know what I mean? No. We're standing no. there doing the jab, and they're throwing chokeholds at us. Yeah. Like, if, if these are the rules of engagement, these are the rules of engagement, and we yeah. can execute those rules. What? You better execute those rules, right. or you're going to lose. Everybody's yep. like, "Well, well, um, we need to get on the battlefield." Okay, well, I mean, the Democrats laid out the ground rules for the for it, so we're just fighting with the ground rules that they laid out. Yep. Now, I will say this: uh, if this is the way we're, that we're going to go, then you stick with it. Go all in. <laughs> all right, you stick with it. There's again, there's a whole lot of things that we saw the Democrats do over the past few years, and Donald Trump did it, and Ron DeSantis is really doing it in Florida. That's no, that's another reason why I said he should stay in Florida for a little bit longer and get some of those things that he did. Yeah, he's doing a great job there. No, no nobody's well, disputing that. Cement those things in because just as soon as you leave them, Democrats are gonna come in there and they're gonna run rough shot in Florida. I'm telling you, they're going to they're gonna reverse everything, and then they're going to pour some um, cement, solder, whatever it is, and that's a, you well, know, they want, And it's a whole different fight. You go to D.C., you've got to battle rhino Republicans mm-hmm. on top of the Democrats, mm-hmm. on top of the deep state. Uh, I mean, like, this Lobbyist. is a fight, man. Lobbyist. And if you're like, Trump said mean things, but like, dude is not built to... Dude is not built to hand like you. What's what's going to happen? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I I mean, let's just give a scenario. His that Christine Pushoff or whatever her name is. Yeah. His she's one of his communications directors from Ukraine. You Mm -hmm. don't think they're going to somehow try to frame up some shenanigans through the media about his communications directors Ukrainian and it's all corrupt or whatnot? I mean, you saw what they did with Russia. They had nothing on Russia with Trump. From the None. beginning, they knew None. it, right? And they spun it for four years. Yep. You know what I mean? I'll tell you, and and I've said this before. Um, if if you believe that stuff, if you believed anything to do with that Russia story, right? Yeah, you know, it's it's they're they're proving that America does not know what's happening. America, I mean, for I was a Cold Warrior. I was in the Cold War for my first ten years of military service, and the idea that people would try to fool Americans that Russian communists support the biggest capitalist the world has ever known against the Democrat communist. It was, I didn't think that was going to catch. I thought, my God, nobody's going to believe that. And here half the country did. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you don't understand the ideology if you believe yep. that, tr- that Russia stuff. That, that's like Putin loving his worst enemy. Right. Trump, is, Trump is the anti-Putin. Right. Right. Yeah. And when he says anti-Putin, y'all have to realize you don't always have to show your cards to the media or, or, or the cameras or whatnot. You don't have to show your cards that way. You show it through different ways behind. Uh, well, you know, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. But I thought you said, you know, that, that you admire me. I do. But you're not going to continue to hurt our country this way, that way, and that way. Now, spot for the camera. <laughs> um, <laughs> Why'd you give me a picture of my house, Your Excellency? <laughs> vote. The eyes are 218. The nays are 211 with one answering present. 
The resolution is adopted. That means that Ihan Omar is out. 218 means that they were able to pull those Republicans that said that they weren't going to vote yep. for this. They pulled them in. Who voted present, I wonder? Probably Nancy Mace. Right. Yeah. yeah. Nancy Mace. Yes. The rest of them lived on to fight another day. Good job. Yes. Now, let's now let's get hey, this was big out. for McCarthy because he had to that keep the big. caucus together. You that know? is big. I it mean, uh, you he might be in the backyard now. You're close to the outhouse, boy. You're close to the outhouse. <laughs> you know, that's, one thing I really like about our up. show, too, is uh, and us as commentators, we're not afraid to change positions when new information presents itself. We were all super critical of Kevin McCarthy, did not want him. We're not supporters of him. And so far, he's exceeded our expectations. And we'll continue to hold him accountable. But we're willing to give the guy a chance, and, and, and I think we'll that's no uh, when it's when it's something of consequence. Nothing of consequence has really happened yet. Even right. that Ilhan Omar thing wasn't really. I mean, it's great and it's right, but the debt ceiling is going to be where the rubber hits the road. We'll find out a lot. You know, um, I'm sure many of you have thought, "What if Donald Trump isn't uh, the the uh, the nominee?" For the Republican Party, what happens if he uh, is somehow forced out right. from not being the nominee? Well, uh, it looks like he was on Hugh Hewitt's show. Oh God! And um, he, and Hugh asked him what would happen if you not I, would you support the GOP nominee? One of the people who is going to declare for president this month, according to reports this morning, is Nikki Haley. If she runs for president, what's your response, Mr. President? Well, she called me and she asked me about it, and I told her. House of Cards. I'm telling you, <laughs> House of Cards. I had a feeling that she ran into him first. That I had a feel, and I'm telling you, she's bucking for vice president. I'm telling you, she's bucking for vice president, even if she doesn't do this. Why would you call him? Respect number one, because you got. I mean, you got to run it by him. I'm, I'm, I'm. Look, I'm not crazy. I'm not stupid. I, I mean, I, I sit here and I look at this stuff. And I'm like, hmm. Not from a conspiracy type of thing, but hmm. The guy on the left is the biggest never Trumper in Washington, and, and he's, he a, and, he's a, and he's a Cleveland Browns fan. And he told him that he, he called out Hugh Hewitt during the um, debates, like. His ratings are so bad, nobody listens to his show. And they um, <laughs> but but again, ladies and gentlemen, she called him. Okay. Right. And I and 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 I bet you that she's gonna be a Ted Cruz to Donald Trump uh, during the primaries. You know how Ted Cruz didn't say nothing about Donald Trump? Nothing bad. That's gonna be her. But let me tell you the Donald Trump side, the Donald Trump side of this. Where was the first place he went? Nikki Haley, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. He got the set. He got the senators, except yeah. for Tim Scott. He got Lindsey Graham. He yep. got the governor. He got yep. all of the people in power in South Carolina endorsing yep. him. Yep. Nikki yep. Haley's going to be screwed in the first primary. Yep. And right, he doesn't even know it. 
almost like Kamala Harris. Yeah. Who's in first primary? But where's she at now? Vice president. Vice president. Yeah, vice president. I hope he doesn't do that. I, I can't stand that woman. But I'll tell you what. I heard they were talking about her on the, on Bannon's show. He said she's as ambitious as Lucifer. Yeah. I don't Man, like Nikki Haley. I'm totally against her completely. I got I got something I got something about um old Steve there for I guess Dad Daddy Dupree got something about old Steve there. But Donald Trump oh oh wait, hold on. Um, yeah. This is uh listen to the whole thing. One of the people who's going to declare for president this month, according to reports this morning, is Nikki Haley. If she runs for president, what's your response, Mr. President? Well, she called me and she asked me about it, and I told her she should follow her heart. You know, she said numerous times, I put it up actually, that I would never run if our president runs. He was a great president, et cetera, et cetera. She said that numerous times, but she's a very ambitious person. She just couldn't uh, stay in a seat. I, I said, you know what, nigga, if you want to run, you go ahead and run. You know, she's Earlier today, Larry Hogan, who's going to run, told me <laughs> that if you are the nominee, he will support you. My question to you, Mr. President, if you're not the nominee, will you support whoever the GOP nominee is? It would depend. I would, I would give you the same answer I gave in 2016 during the debate. The first question I was asked by Brett right Barrett, I was asked two rather, I was asked two rather interesting questions. Uh, it would have to depend on who the nominee was. And that that answer by Donald Trump from Brent, from Brent Baer, Fox News, scared the living daylights out of the GOP. That answer, well, I don't know. If Everybody Donald else Trump, was like, yeah, we will. Donald Trump's if, like, if Donald Trump is not the nominee, if he runs in the primary, and he's not the nominee, the Democrats are going to win from now on. I'll just, tell, I'll just put yeah. it out there right now. There's nobody yeah. else that's going to beat that corrupt machine. He's the only one yep. with the resources. Now, after he gets the presidency, if he does, then we might have a chance to clean this up a little bit. But if he's not the nominee, there ain't nobody in the Republican Party that could win. I don't care what anybody says. That's mm -hmm. my opinion. You know, people, I'll tell you what will happen. People won't come out. They won't vote. They'll stay home. I want to. I am too. <laughs> I, I don't you, want I'm no parts of Ron DeSantis or any other Republican. No, nope. right? They, they screwed nope. me too many damn times. I'm sorry. Yep. I'm out. Yep. yep. I want a third party, or I want to, <laughs> or I want to kill the Republican Party as it is now. And by the well, way, for all the listeners, too, all the listeners in Wyoming, just, just one time, real quick, man. Yeah. The listeners, listeners in Wyoming, the way to start is in the primaries. Senator yep. Barrasso is up for primary election in 2024. Get him out of the Senate. Sorry, Jason, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I was having that discussion with some people online last night where they were talking about, are we better off to put a rhino who's going to slow the slow the decay in instead of just a Democrat that's just going to blow it up? I honestly don't know what the question to that. You know what I mean? I think there's two opposing forces in this country right now. Hmm. One is the Republicans and the Democrat establishment, and the other is all the rest of us. Right. And one, and one way or another, at one time or another, we are going to crash into each other. Hmm. Yep. And I don't know. I think a rhino or a Democrat, it'll just be a little faster with the Democrats. Right. I'm, in my opinion, our only hope is MAGA. 
Correct. Yeah. Strength, strengthening MAGA. Yeah. Okay? Um, Codifying it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, solidifying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you've got people coming on TV saying that Florida's uh, permitless concealed carry uh, is not part of our country, it's a Second Amendment. Right. You know, we're, you know we're heading to crash into each other. I saw something about that where um, where uh, some other governors were getting rid of the concealed carry thing, but Florida isn't, or they haven't. They, they just did. Oh, did they? Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. They're the 26th state. We're over half. Okay. This is um, from 2016. We know how much you love hand-raising questions. So we promise this is the only one tonight. The only one. Is there anyone on stage, and can I see hands, who is unwilling tonight to pledge your support to the eventual nominee of the Republican Party and pledge to... This was a gotcha thing anyway this um this is something that the rnc or something uh probably threw up there to brett bear or fox news um because the question in itself was meant to uh, hurt donald trump because he, usually everybody's gonna say that they're gonna support you know the nominee but this is this is um, Donald Trump response. Do not run an independent campaign against that person. Again, we're looking for you to raise your hand now. Raise your hand now. The reason why the crowd is also upset is because of just how how delicate the question was. They knew that they were targeting Donald Trump in this in this question, but Donald Trump showed you why he's different than Ron DeSantis support to the eventual nominee of the Republican Party and pledge to not run an independent campaign against that person. Again, we're looking for you to raise your hand now. Raise your hand now if you won't make that pledge tonight. Yes. Mr. Trump. Mm-hmm. So, Mr. Trump, to be clear, you're standing on a Republican primary. I fully understand. The place where the RNC will give the nominee the nod. I fully understand. And that experts say an Shut independent up, run would almost certainly hand the race over to Democrats and likely another Clinton. You can't say tonight that you can make that pledge. I cannot say I have to respect the person that if it's not me, the person that wins. If I do win and I'm leading by quite a bit, uh, that's what I want to do. I can totally make that pledge. If I'm the nominee, I will pledge I will not run as an independent. But uh, and I am discussing it with everybody. But I'm you know, talking about a lot of leverage. We want to win and we will win. But I want to win as the Republican. I want to run as the Republican nominee. So tonight you can't say if another one of these this is what's wrong. I mean, okay. this is what's wrong. He buys and sells politicians of all stripes. He's already, hey, look, look, he's already hedging his bet on the Clintons, okay? So if he doesn't run as a Republican, maybe he supports Clinton or maybe runs as an independent. Okay. But I'd say that he's already hedging his bets because he's used to buying politicians. Well, I've given him plenty of money. <laughs> to be clear, you can't make the, we're, gonna, we're going to move on. You're not going to make the pledge tonight. I will not make the pledge at this time. Okay. I, for, I forgot how much That's I why love we this. love him. I forgot all about that. Man, I can't wait. Come on, Ron. 
<laughs> Come on, Ron, get out there. That's what I'm talking about, man. Because my man, because he'll, you know, when Ron comes out, when Ron comes out, Trump's going to be like, well, according to this, um, you've got $17 million from a city group. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he's going to come out with the receipts, boy. <laughs> yes, he is. And, and, and I got to say, I don't think they passed that yet in Florida. I have to take that back. I think they proposed it. Yeah, I don't, I mean, um, from what I saw the other day, people were like, um, what's taking y'all so long? All these other governors. It's out there. It? It's out there in the legislature. I don't think they had a vote on it yet. Yeah. Just wanted to clear that up. Don't like to be wrong. Yeah. But if I am wrong, I'll admit it. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. They. I mean, the general Sarah's they, um, <laughs> they, were a whole lot. There were a whole lot of great. Um, there were a whole lot of great. I love the debates. To tell you the truth, when Donald Trump was there, because um, it made me. It made me like. You know, I was. It made me feel like I was watching something. And I, Hutch, I really think this was a time when I really stopped watching television. I, I, I was just watching Donald Trump and like. Now, you just, know, they're not going to have any more debates this year. I saw that, but I don't. But I think if Donald Trump is the nominee, I don't think that he's going to run away but from it. The RNC There's a request is the to play that, the video again, Wayne. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, actually, let me play this one too. <laughs> the question is, how do we keep America safe from terrorism? Trump says we ought to close that internet thing. The question really is, what does he mean by that? Like they do in North Korea? We should be able to penetrate the internet and find out exactly where ISIS is and everything about ISIS. And we can do that if we use our good people. You called Mr. Trump unhinged when he proposed banning non-American Muslims from the United States. Why is that unhinged? Well, first of all, we need to destroy ISIS in the caliphate. That's, that should be our objective. The Donald there is, no you know, is great at, at the uh, one-liners, but he's a chaos candidate. And he'd be a chaos president. <laughs> Jeb doesn't really believe I'm unhinged. He said that very simply because he has failed in this campaign. It's been a total disaster. Nobody cares. And frankly, I'm the most solid person up here. I built a tremendous company. And all I want to do is make America great again. Donald, uh, you're not going to be able to insult your way to the presidency. That's not going to happen. And I do have the strength. I'm at 42 and you're at three, so Doesn't so matter. far I'm doing better. Doesn't matter. So far I'm doing better. You know, you started off over here, Jeff. You're moving over further and further. Pretty soon you're going to be off the end. This I'm, do. I'm reminded of what uh, FDR's grandfather said. Uh, he said, all horse thieves are Democrats, but not all Democrats are horse thieves. If your eyes are glazing over like mine, this is what it's like to be on the floor of the United States Senate. <laughs> I mean, endless debates about how many angels on the head of a pin from people who've never had to make a consequential decision in an executive position. Well, first of all, let me just complain a little bit. It's the first time I've spoken, and several people have had multiple questions, so please try to pay attention to that. He thinks he wants to be this, oh, I'm great and strong on national defense, but he's the weakest of all the candidates on immigration. Marco is, has more of an allegiance to Chuck Schumer and to the liberals than he does to conservative policy. You ain't lying. <laughs> Senator Rubio. 
want to thank Rand for another 30 seconds because, number one, what he's pointing to is a bill last week, that an amendment he voted for that only 10 people voted for. You know why? Because it's not <laughs> focused on terrorists. It would have banned anyone from coming here. Someone from Taiwan would not have been able to come here. What Reckless is is calling Assad a reformer. <laughs> what Reckless is is allowing Russia to come into Crimea and Ukraine. What Reckless is is inviting Russia into Syria to team with Iran. That is reckless. And the reckless people are the folks in the White House right now. Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton are the reckless people. Why are you better qualified to deal with Vladimir Putin than Mr. Trump? Because, I, first of all, I, I know what I don't know. I know what I don't know. I would seek out, as I have, the best advice that exists. I won't get my information from the shows. I don't know if that's Saturday morning or Sunday morning. I don't know which one. Last month. You said you were opening, open to naming Senator Cruz as your running mate. I did. So why would you be willing to put somebody Let who's a maniac you, one heartbeat away from the president? But I've gotten to know him over the last three or four days. He has a wonderful temperament. <laughs> <laughs> He's just fine. Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> Senator Cruz. Senator oh. Cruz. You have not been willing to attack Mr. Trump in public. But you did you question his attack. judgment. <laughs> hey, YouTube fans, I'm Luke Russert. Thanks for checking out our MSNBC channel. That, 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 that was it, but this is what y'all want to mean. We know how much you love. And if I do win and I'm leading by quite a bit, uh, that's what I want to do. I can totally make that pledge. If I'm the nominee, I will pledge I will <laughs> not run as an independent. But uh, and I am discussing it with everybody, but I'm you know, talking about a lot of leverage. We want to win and we will win. But I want to win as the Republican. I want to run as the Republican nominee. So tonight you can't say if another one of these this is what's wrong. I mean, okay. this is what's wrong. He buys and sells politicians of all stripes. He's already, hey, look, look, he's already hedging his bet on the Clintons, okay? So if he doesn't run as a Republican, maybe he supports Clinton or maybe runs as an independent. Okay. But I'd say that he's already hedging his bets because he's used to buying politicians. Well, I've given so just, him plenty of money. Now, just to be clear, you can't make, the, we're, gonna, we're going to move on. You're not going to make the pledge tonight. I will not make the pledge at this time. Okay. <laughs> Is it coming? Is it Megyn Kelly coming? <laughs> well, I thought I thought it was Megyn Kelly's time to ruin her career. <laughs> Notice she's yeah. gone. Yeah, I'm out. You know what? And we and we said that though. A lot of people that um, what thought that they're all big and bad during the 2016 election didn't last for a whole year. Right, right, right Bill Crystal, Jonah yeah, Goldberg, right. Stephen oh, Hayes. Oh, Where, where's oh, Stephen no. Hayes at? Anybody seen Stephen Hayes? Oh, Should have no. killed Krauthammer. Yeah, but you know, there was an exchange between Rubio and He, Cruz. referring to Senator Cruz, voted against the Defense Authorization Act every year that it came up, and right. I assume that if he voted against it, he would veto it as president. That's the bill that funds that our is troops. The, that is accurate. Three times he voted against the Defense Authorization Act, which is a bill that funds the troops. It also, by the way, funds the Iron Dome and other important programs. And I have to assume that if you vote against it in the Senate, you would also veto it as president. He has also supported, by the way, a budget. Uh, that is called the containment budget. And it is a budget that would radically reduce the amount of money we spend on our military. You can't carpet bomb ISIS if you don't have planes and bombs to attack them with. And if we continue those cuts that we're doing now, not to mention additional cuts, 
We are going to be left with the oldest and the smallest Air Force this country has ever had, and that leaves us less safe. Senator Cruz. Well, you know, Marco has, has continued these attacks, and, and he knows they're not true. Yes, it is true that I voted against the National Defense Authorization Act because when I campaigned in Texas, I told voters in Texas that I would oppose the federal government having the authority to detain U.S. citizens permanently with no due process. I have repeatedly supported an effort to take that out of that bill, and I honored that campaign commitment. But more broadly, you know, the notion Marco is such this is this is um this isn't the one that i was um uh, this isn't the one that sort of brought the house down yeah i remember uh when um marco called him out on not knowing spanish <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> and you know, <laughs> that that little one-liner you know, senator cruz you have promised to deport illegal aliens uh, you've also promised to reverse President Obama's executive action that gives temporary amnesty to illegals that were brought here by their parents as children. As president, you would have the names and addresses of the some 800,000 of those that have registered under that action. Now, you have said that in this country we shouldn't go door to door looking for illegals, but in this case, you'd have a list. Would you use it? Well, you know, your question highlights a, a sharp difference on immigration on this stage. You know, in a Republican primary, everyone talks to You know, the lines are very, very clear. Marco, right now, supports citizenship for 12 million people here illegally. I oppose citizenship. Marco stood on the debate stage and said that. But I would note, not only that, Marco has a long record when it comes to amnesty. In the state of Florida, Speaker of the House, he supported in-state tuition for illegal immigrants. In addition to that, Marco went on Univision in Spanish and said he would not rescind President Obama's illegal executive amnesty on his first day in office. Marco's I have promised thinking. to rescind every single illegal it. executive Marco's action, thinking. including that one. <laughs> <laughs> He's waiting for the crowd to die down. First of all, I don't know how he knows what I said on Univision because he doesn't speak Spanish. And <laughs> second of all, the other point that I would make. This is look. This is a disturbing trap now because for a number of weeks now, Ted Cruz has just been telling lies. He lied about Ben Carson in Iowa. He lies about Planned Parenthood. He lies about marriage. He's lying about all sorts of things. Oh, lying Ted. The bottom line is this is a campaign and people are watching it and they see the truth behind all these issues. And here's the truth. Ted Cruz supported legalizing people that were in this country that illegally, is simply and only now does he say he that, that is absolutely false. What he said is knowingly false. And I would note, if, well, we'll if, you, want assess, if you want to assess who, who's telling the, the truth, okay. if you want to assess who's telling the truth, <laughs> then you should look to Donald Trump was like, you know what? I kind of underestimated Mark. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> Can you imagine Ron DeSantis on that stage? Ron DeSantis oh. is Ted Cruz. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think Nikki Haley's going to be Ted Cruz. I'm serious. I really do. I hope he doesn't pick her, man. I really believe. Now, you know what? If he doesn't pick her, Secretary of State, something okay. like that, you know, um, that might happen. But, yeah. Um, We're in charge of the Bureau of Prisons or something. <laughs> Get her out of the way. Well, and it does bring up a good point. At some point, we need to find an heir apparent to Donald Trump. That's why the DeSantis thing breaks my heart because I really thought if he was 
a good dude, like he could be the heir apparent to the movement. You know what? Yes. Yes, I will agree with you there. But he would have had to come out as his own man. Right. And I know some people on social media are saying that he's his own, he's not his own man. He's not. He's not. Right now, he is running behind the curtain, or he's running in back of people defending him. There, and I'm and believe I'm not calling him a coward. I'm just saying there was a coward that did that. His name was Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. Barack Obama allowed people to defend him while he sat in the corner waiting. You know, just oh, they're attacking me. They're attacking me. There were more women that were out there defending him in TV, in interviews and stuff than any other bit, and he just let them, instead of him answering the questions, he just stood back there. He let the media run a racist narrative. Barack Obama. Right. Let them run a... Every time somebody says something bad about it, I was a Democrat at the time. Don, um, uh, Bill Clinton was up in New Hampshire, and uh, they asked him a question uh, uh, and Bill Clinton said, this is, this is the biggest, what is that? This is the biggest, uh, basically he said, this is the biggest, um, fair, oh, this is the biggest fairy tale I've ever seen in my life. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. They cut that part. Then he was right. And said, uh, Bill Clinton is saying that a black man can't be president. Right. He wasn't saying that. He was saying uh, that uh, on Barack Obama's website, he was talking about the Iraq war. He was for it. But when he uh, ran for, no, he was against it, I think. But either way, he took the information down from the website. He scrubbed it, and the media never said anything to him about it. And then he became the the national, yeah, and that, and he said, well, this is the biggest fairy tale I've ever seen in my life. And the media said, oh, he, well, he's saying that, that a black man can be president. Same thing happened in South Carolina. What do you think about um, his chances down there with Jesse Jackson in South Carolina? It turned that into a, a racist statement. It's like whatever he said or whatever anybody said against Barack Obama became a racist statement. And Barack Obama sat and let the media do it. That's the same way that the uh, census is doing right now. All these people are asking questions. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. You're going to do that. He has all these people. If, if, if he runs, he needs to kick Donald Trump last. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, wait a minute. But Ronnie's saying nothing except for one thing. Uh, you know, I wake up in the morning. You know, I take shots. It's the same thing. He he yep. said that a couple weeks ago, and he said that a couple weeks before that. I said, oh, okay. You got talking points now. <laughs> of course he does. You got talking points now. You're not talking, saying anything different. It's just that. I wake talking up in the points come with millions of donations. Yeah, exactly right. You read what they tell you to read. You eat what they tell you to eat. That's and why you know, I say whoever the heir apparent to Donald Trump is can't come from politics. Right. I agree. I agree with that, too. I do. Because you're already bought and paid for. The whole, you, you said House of Cards. The whole Washington, the National Security Agency is set up. The only people that get put in those positions are people they have dirt on. And if they mm-hmm. don't have dirt on them, they're going to get it in the first year. Yeah. 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 It's the, it's our only hope is to get right somebody pass- from the outside. Right of passage. 
<laughs> they got to get. Be, unfortunately, it's got to be somebody rich too. Yeah. Yeah. Right now. Well, somebody rich and somebody that has that at least has some type of backing in running a company with success and failure, because that's one thing that drew me to Donald Trump. Right. Yeah, me too. He was big. That and the lies that were being told against him. Right. And then he fell down. We didn't hear anything from him for about a few years. Then all of a sudden he was back and he was bigger than (laughs) bigger than what he was when he left. He had a TV show now. He was he was um, doing things for charity. He was I mean, I don't know if y'all ever watched that intro, (laughs) but me and my ex-wife, every time uh, the apprentice used to come on, man, it was like watching law and order. We used to just blot out that time to watch (laughs) at least the intro. I was acting out the intro when when he was going up the ladder of the thing and money, money, money. And, you know, he's a, I was like, yeah, what is he, he, look at him, boy. He look good. He look good, guy. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, he can't. He was successful. He experienced yep. failure. And then he came back successful again. I was like, who better? Who better? He had to deal with unions. He had to deal with um, um, the racist stuff on his job. He had to write checks. He had to balance his budget. He had to, I said, who better? You know, and what? And 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 like you said, Hutch, the person that comes comes behind him, he's got basically had that same type of, you know, that same mentality. It's like I have to have f you money too. Yep. You yep. can't. You can't have <laughs> tissue paper feelings. Donald Trump don't have tissue. Well, he is thin skinned though. Um, he, I he mean, thin skin, but he got a freaking <laughs> hard knuckles too. Yeah, yes, he has a hard does. heart. He's thin. He, you get past that thin skin, you're gonna get the dragon. So, I mean, that as you know, that's that's you know, watch out where you step, because as much as he loves to do things for people, he loves to do things for people, and he doesn't even want the recognition. How many things did we find out about that? Yeah. Uh, he gave his car away to somebody, or gave his car to somebody. Um, paid all mortgages for people. Those stories were just coming up. Mm-hmm. Has Ron DeSantis did that? Has Ron has Ron DeSantis, did, aside from arresting people that didn't I mean, that were told that they were able to vote, and then trotting them across the TV? I don't know. It's amazing to me that so many people support a man for president that don't know what his views are on World War III that's two weeks away. Right. You know, I mean, you look at the escalation that we're doing here, man. Boy, I pray that we don't send any jets over there. We shouldn't even send any tanks. Aren't they sending jets? Not yet. There's. Well, and did you guys see, too, I was going back. Zelensky, if you go back 60 days ago, he was asking for tactical nuclear strikes against Russia. (laughs) I, I mean, this come bizarre, on. Man. I'm telling you, one of these days we're going to wake up and Philly's going to be smoking. Right? <laughs> Seriously. I mean, it's not really funny. I mean, it's, it's, we're, not, that, it's we're, not. we're that close, folks. We're that too. close. Yeah. yeah. And nobody's talking about it. Now they are starting to talk about it. Right. Who the hell just started talking? Somebody just said something about it. It's the first was time it I've seen it. No, it was, on, it, was one of the, it was one of the senators. Was it Josh Hawley? Somebody, somebody said it. I don't, I can't remember who it was, but man, you all need to start talking about yeah. that. 
Yeah. Right. That needs to be a national debate. It's so it's so off it's so off the TV. Yeah. I mean, again, yeah. people are gonna be walking and oh wow, fireworks. Right. You know, I I saw a thing one time. I saw a Why thing one time when I was in school, all the different uses of the F word. Right. And one of them was it was the it was the mayor of Nagasaki. He's looking oh, out geez. the window and says, What the F is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's where I feel we're at right now. People yep. aren't paying attention, they don't have a freaking clue. Yeah. We're getting ready to go to World War Three for nothing, for BS, to hide the federal government's collusion in these bio labs. Yeah. That's yeah, what this is all say, about. Wait, didn't you tweet that out yesterday, Wayne? That one Twitter thread that guy had? Oh, uh, yeah, I saw that, too. Um, yeah. What was the name? What's his name? Scandal or something like that. Scandalous or clandestine or something like that. Clandestine or something like yeah. that. He had a Twitter thread that he broke down the timeline of all the stuff in Ukraine and how it all relates back to the bio labs. Senator Barack Obama and Luger, a right. joint visit to Ukraine to the actual bio labs. Yep. You know, it's unbelievable, man. That's what this is all about. Why do you think Lindsey Graham's so hyped up? He probably took the stuff there. He, right. And, and you know, he, he was just there. He yeah. was just there. So, you know, he, did you know that? Did, did you know it, that last two years of Biden's vice presidency, he was in... Ukraine like 15 times. Right. That's you, just ain't going, you just ain't going to Ukraine just to go to Ukraine. No, it's you a shithole. Yeah. Plus, you know, they, they, they showed a Zelensky issued a letter the same day the Russians invaded for them to burn all the records about bio, beta bio or whatever Biden. Biden had one of those bio labs. One of those labs was his. He got millions of DOD contract money for his bio lab. And the letter went from Ukraine to the, everybody involved in that lab, burn everything. And you can see the day, the, the reporting of the first day of the war, you can see these people taking garbage bags and throwing them on this bonfire, coming from inside the headquarters and pitch them. It's, it's, we need an FBI, man. You know what's um, really funny too, is all the liberals or the Democrats like Carl in the chat, they wanna mm -hmm. rag about Trump and all oh, Trump this and that and the other thing. You can literally hand them, here is Joe Biden doing really corrupt shit in Ukraine. It's right here. It's on the silver platter. Here's his kid who, like, we didn't even talk about that. Hunter Biden's coming out now admitting that the laptop was his and trying to sue, like, people for the freaking laptop. It was, it was crazy. And they've started a defense fund for him that Joe Biden's backing that has $10 million. Like, this is... Way a thousand times sketchier shit than Donald Trump they ever had on Trump, and yet you get all these lefties and and if and if you even bring up like, well, this is really weird, uh, like they're like, oh, you Trump lover, blah, blah, blah. and it's like you guys are you can't even admit that Joe Biden is corrupt. Like it's just it's mind numbing. He's it's been really corrupt crazy. since the seventies too. It's nothing right. new. Man. I mean, this has been going on his entire career. He's stupid. Hey, right. Look, before before we go. Remember, I told you I tweeted this out yesterday. Sooner or later, DeSantis is going to have to answer the question about the 2020 election, support his support for red flag laws, his thoughts about January 6th. He's going to have to answer the question about J6 prisoners and why it took him so long to respond to Trump's raid. Soon, this is a response. You meant the tight traitors, weak ass Wayne. Use that blue check 
and edit your tweet. Traders, I know that English is really hard for you, but take your time. Um, uh, they took that edit feature away because I didn't pay, homie. Okay, so <laughs> wait, 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 ain't paying Twitter. <laughs> I ain't paying for that. I ain't paying for that. You know, no, I ain't paying for that. Especially, especially when you gotta find out that you gotta protect your tweets so the more people can see them, but people can't retweet it. Man, please, I ain't, no, I ain't paying for no. I ain't paying for that. I will mess up, and that'll be the the regular me. That regular meat. At least I got money in my pocket to get a cup of coffee. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're not going to be here tomorrow. Uh, there's probably going to be some fallout. Uh, there's probably going to be a whole lot of uh, press conferences outside the Congress with Elhan Omar and stuff like that. Um, and you know, these weekends, they, t- they last about two weeks for us. Because yeah. everything, everything happens in between. The next time we see each other on Monday, it's going to be like long lost buddies and whatnot. <laughs> I was going to say, do you remember when it used to be quiet on the weekends? It's like, I don't need to follow politics on a Saturday. It's super slow. Like on your website, it's like, God, what are we going to write about? Now it's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't believe this happened. Yeah, man. Let's see. Wait a minute. That's a nice font. I am a font freak. I don't know. I don't know why. I just I just love fonts, you know, fonts for the computer. I love fonts. Hope you get well soon. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think there's Jared, a bill for that. <laughs> Jared, give me some last thoughts. Well, hey, uh, first off, great week this guy's Hutch Wayne. Thanks for uh thanks for chatting as always. It's uh it's been a great week. Uh for those who who stuck it out to the end of the show. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you. We're a listener supported show, so we appreciate all that you guys uh all that you guys do listen and as always like comment share uh my advice for the weekend go to church community and uh fellowship with you know i've, I've told a story for a couple of weeks now where uh, after skipping after covid and doing it remote the wife and i've started going back and it's really it's just good to be with other good people and kind of kind of detoxify so if you aren't doing it go back to church to all you young guys out there, go get a date. Take a woman on a date. Take her out, oh, to, yeah. take her out to dinner. If, to the older guys out there, go be a parent somewhere. Go be a dad in your circle. Uh, father a little bit. We need a lot more of that. Um, I want to thank everybody uh, for watching the show. Another great day on, uh, on Getter. Uh, thank you over there. And now I have some uh, breaking news that you'll never hear anywhere else in the media. Uh, this is for 2021 and 2022. California Democrat Maxine Waters caught new nepotism storm after paying daughter $192,000. That brings the collective amount up to about $25 million, I think. Uh, every two years, you see that story, and nobody ever does anything about it. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a spot, it's a spot on, our, on our country. I'm going to try to get Laura Loomer on next week. Uh, I, found, I found out in the little group that I'm at um, and on Twitter, that the Babylon B that many people uh, like and support uh, DeSantis team gave him like $20,000. Imagine that. So, uh, yeah, they, um, uh, some FEC filing or something to show. Yeah. Yeah. Babylon B just got $21,000 from 
um, DeSantis's uh, people. So uh, be careful. Like, again, be careful. Be careful, y'all. That, that that's all we're saying. Ask questions. Just yeah. You know, just ask questions. We we are where we are because we did some research and we've come up to a conclusion. Whether you follow that or not, that's on you. You could be steadfast in your support for Ron Ron. That's yeah. that's the way you want to go. That hey, but and if you if you want to send us family. twenty thousand, you want to send us twenty thousand dollars. Go ahead. Hey, Ron, Ron, Ron. <laughs> no, 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 I don't know. I mean, uh, wait, be the worst uh, money you ever spent. I <laughs> know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let it hit the bank account first, and then, right. Uh, I'll give you a day. I <laughs> give you a day. Oh yeah, he's the best thing smoking. And then the next day. God damn, boy, that liquor was good yesterday. Okay, now, <laughs> what were we talking about? Right. But either way, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are listener-supported, so we don't look for money from uh, politicians like that. Because once you take money from politicians, you are bought. You are bought and paid for. Can you imagine how boring this show would be if we somebody told us what to say? Oh, my God. So my, yeah, yeah. I just, oh man, I know, I know. I can't imagine it because we've never been there before. Uh, so yeah, I know. I can't do it. All right. With that said, y'all have a great weekend. If something pops off, like World War Three happens over the weekend, uh, if we can get a um, connect signal and whatnot, if um, the, if there's not an EMP that I can't get in contact with my boy then um, you'll see us on and, you know, we'll let you know what's going on. Other than that, the only person that on the show that really has a little hideaway is Hutch. I don't even have it anymore. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Really? Working well, on it. Well, he's working on it. Yeah. Working on it. He's working on it. So I'm going to drive to Pennsylvania. <laughs> it's going to be in West Virginia. West Virginia. Oh, even better. Even better. Hey, I tell you what. Email Pete. If you remember him, Wayne, he has, if you guys make it to Minnesota, he got his property out in the country. He's got his water tanks and he's like, he's full on ready. So that is a, that's our, that's our go zone. That's nothing. That's nothing about those Alaska people. They got their little water tanks. Yeah. They got their, they got their drums that they make in the washing machines. I'm like, man, I love those people. I can't do it, but I love watching them do it because I mean, look, that look, watching them just hang out there in the wild and stuff. Right. I, I feel like I feel like I'm gay just watching them out there <laughs> because they I mean, they live off the they are hard. They are hard. Hardcore, I baby. I can't cut a hole in the ice and take a bath in that cold ass water. I, I can't do it. You know, I mean, they're out there washing themselves with soap and stuff in, 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 in that water. I'm like, how do y'all, what, what? I need hot water. Oh, man. They, 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 I mean, and the way they skin all those animals, man. Oh, God. Skin. Oh, yeah, this is going to be a good hat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My wife already said she'll starve when we get to that point. She's like, I ain't eating no raccoon. Oh, yeah, you will. They taste like chicken. Um, uh, let's see. Um, frogs taste like chicken, rabbit tastes like chicken, chicken of the sea, tuna, yeah, yeah, albacore, albacore kind of had we'll that. put it in the cookbook, raccoon stew. No, 
I can't mess with squirrel either. You, you skin a squirrel. Squirrel tastes like, good too. Yeah, but squirrel does it, taste good. I've had squirrel. Squirrel you, tastes you, good too. Skin it and look at it. It's a rat. Ew. Okay. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to the award-winning Wayne Dupree podcast. Keeping it real. Keeping it real. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. We broadcast every Monday through Thursday from noon till one. You can download the podcast on most podcast platforms. And be sure to visit WayneDupree.com to stay up on breaking news, politics, and opinions you can trust. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.